welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. Welcome to the Word Lab broadcast. The subject we'll be speaking on this week is walking in the anointing. And the anointing, it changes us. It changes our ability to do the work of God. It changes our desires. It changes other people because the anointing that we're anointed with, it helps other people. That's why God anoints us to help other people, to set them free to heal, deliver, to do whatever God wants us to do, to speak the oracles of God into people's heart, to prophesy whatever God wants us to do. He gives us that ability through the anointing to do the work of God. And we have to understand that Jesus Christ was our ultimate example, and we have to use him as our example in every area of our life and everything that we do and everything that he did, he did to be an example to us of what the Father God wants us to do and how he wants us to act upon this earth. Let's start in Matthew chapter 3, verses 4 through 6. Now John the Baptist was the one that was sent to prepare the way for Jesus. And this is an account of uh, what John the Baptist did to prepare the way. Matthew 3, 4 through 6. Now John himself was clothed in camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locust and wild honey. Then Jerusalem, all Judea, and all the region around the Jordan went out to him, and were baptized by him in the Jordan, confessing their sins. John went out baptizing people in the river Jordan for repentance, and they confessed their sins, and uh, he was uh, the baptized them for repentance to lead the way for the Lord Jesus Christ. Matthew three eleven through twelve, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly clean out his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. This is the account the Lord Jesus Christ is the one that baptizes us with the Holy Spirit and with fire. He's the one now that baptizes you with the Holy Ghost. He gives you the ability to do the things he did through the Holy Ghost, and without the Holy Spirit and the anointing, you can do nothing. Matthew 3, verses 13 through 17, Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him, and John tried to prevent him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and you're coming to me. But Jesus answered and said to him, Permit it to be so now. For thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he allowed him. 
When he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him, and suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Now see, Jesus had to be baptized by John the Baptist to fulfill all righteousness, but when he was, the Holy Spirit, uh, he alighted upon him like a dove. And he came down in the form as a dove, I guess you could say. But then he anointed him with the Holy Ghost and power. Amen. He was baptized by John the Baptist first, but then the Holy Ghost came upon him. And he was filled with the Holy Spirit at that very moment. When he was filled with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, he anointed him with the office of a prophet, the evangelist, apostle, teacher, and pastor. He had all the fivefold ministry gifts. He was anointed with each and every one of them. He had the fullness of the anointing in his life. And when he was anointed by the Holy Ghost, that's when things changed in his life. Before then, he did no miracles. He didn't go out and preach the gospel. Before then, he didn't do any healings. Before then, he didn't go out and do the work of an evangelist, the pastor, the teacher, the apostle, or the prophet, because he had not been anointed by the Holy Ghost yet. Amen? And he had to be baptized by the Holy Ghost to fulfill the scripture. And he knew that he had to be anointed by the Holy Ghost to fulfill the ministry that he was called into. Now, a lot of people say, well, when I got saved, I have the fullness of the, of the Spirit. I don't need anything else. Well, you are born again. And you can be born again by the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost lives on the inside of you. But there's a difference. And being born again and being a, a changed by the Spirit of God on the inside, and it is Him that comes to live inside of you, there's a difference in that and being anointed by the Holy Ghost to perform the ministry that He's called you into. And each and every person that's born again has, has been called into a ministry. And I don't care what it is. You may not be in the fivefold ministry. But he has called you into a ministry and you need the anointing to perform that work. You can do it, but you can't do it in the power of God and to the fullness that God wants you to do. Now, I'll tell you, a lot of people are called to be surgeons and they're anointed by the Holy Ghost to do that. And they are anointed to pray for people before they perform that surgery. And God directs their hands and they use it with the skill. But you know, there are people that are called to be policemen. There's people called to be post, postmen or whatever it is. It could be anything. But God anoints you to do that if he's called you to do it. If you'll seek the face of God and say, what do you need me to do? But he also, he's called each and every one of us to be a witness unto him. Now, it doesn't mean just because you're a, a postman or if you're a surgeon or whatever doesn't mean you can't do the 
the things that God has called you to do in ministry as well as to get people born again. Lay hands on the sick, they shall recover, if you believe. But you know, a lot of times people don't think that they can do some of the things that God wants them to do, but the anointing is the work in you, and it's the power of God upon you to perform that work. And when you know the voice of the Holy Ghost on the inside of you, and He tells you to do something, He anoints you to do it. You can do it. There is no reason on this planet that you can't do it. The only reason you can't may be because of fear and doubt. Do you think, well, I can't do that, but you can if the Holy Spirit gives you the power to do it. Now, we're going to look at this in a, a little later here. But you know, Jesus Christ, before he was baptized in the river, you have to look at the scriptures and, and look at what it says in there. He did not do any miracles before he was anointed by the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit. It's the anointing that does the miracles. It's the Holy Spirit. It's the anointing that does the healing. It's the Holy Spirit in you and upon you that does each and everything that God has called us to do. Now see, before you're anointed with the Holy Spirit, and a lot of times people, you can lay hands on uh, people by faith, and faith will, it will uh, cause them to, to be healed, and the anointing can flow into those people. But then there's also a special anointing that comes upon people to perform the work of God, and we have to understand that we need to be walking in that anointing to do the work of God. To understand he wants us to be anointed by the Holy Ghost to go out and do the things that Jesus did. And, not, and nobody's going to do all the things that Jesus did. But as a whole, the body of Christ can come together as a whole, be anointed by the Holy Ghost and perform the works that Jesus did. He said in John chapter 14, the works that I do shall you do and greater works than these because I'm going to the Father. But the difference is we're not all going to be anointed the same as the Lord Jesus Christ was because he had the fullness of the anointing, but we can have a part of it. We can be anointed with a part of the anointing that Jesus had, a, a, a measure of it, you should say, a measure of that anointing to go out and do the works that Jesus did and perform the works that he did. But if we do it as a whole, as a whole in the body of Christ and each and every person, I'm going to say it like this. If each and every person in the body of Christ was filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, and every person was obeying what the Holy Ghost told them to do and come together as a whole and do that, then we would be walking in the fullness of the anointing as the Lord Jesus Christ did. But what happens is a few people are doing it or a handful of people are walking in that and not everyone, but God wants everyone to do it. He wants each and every person to walk in that anointing. He wants each and every person to be filled with the Holy Ghost, to go out and do the works of Jesus. And you say, well, I can't do all the works of Jesus, but you can do a part of it. You may be anointed to go out and heal the sick. To, to uh, maybe you're anointed to lay hands on people that are crippled and they're just instantly healed. Maybe it's for cancer, then they're instantly healed. 
And you have to seek God and say, Lord, what area am I anointed in so that I can go out and do the works of God? But the preliminary thing that we have to do is be filled with the Holy Ghost. Now, we're going to look at some examples at what Jesus Christ did after he was filled with the Holy Ghost and some of the works that he did, but we have to understand this as well. If we walk in the anointing and we're conscious of it all the time and we're available for him to use us all the time, then what happens is the anointing will perform the work. It's not you that does it anyway. You can't do anything on your own, no more than Jesus Christ did upon him, his own. He couldn't do anything till he was baptized by the Holy Spirit. But when you are baptized with him and you stay full of the Holy Spirit, you can do anything that God tells you to do because you're anointed to do that. And we have to understand that he anoints us to do the works of Jesus, but we have to walk in that anointing and be conscious of it at all times and perform the work that he wants us to do. If you would like to receive a CD or MP3 version of this week's message or other messages, please give a donation of $8 for a CD or $5 for an MP3. Instructions on how to give and receive are located under the giving tab of our website, which is located at WACBA.org. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at WACBA.org. If you would like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website wacba.org or by mail at Word Alive Church P.O. Box 3067 Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013